This is the Off Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Welcome to the Off Kilter Podcast. This is episode 30 and it is called, Is Results a Dirty Word? So this episode was birthed from this past week, actually. I have spent a lot of time thinking about and exploring this concept of results and this word results. And I've had a couple of great conversations with uh, people around this word and what it means to them and how to talk about it. And what I have really uh, been navigating myself through over this week is how to help women navigate uh, this very common question that I get asked. And that is, why can't I get the results that I want in my training? So in today's episode, I wanted to share with you some thoughts and reflections that I have had over the past week around this question. And I wanted to take you on a journey, uh, a journey that I take all the women that I work with on. And we start at this place where we're going to start today in the episode And then I'm going to guide you through uh, how I help them navigate this question and a very common belief that they have. So if a female connects with me and she expresses this frustration around why she can't get the results that she wants in her training, the first question I ask is, what do you mean by results? And what do results mean to you? And now almost always, uh, but not, um, not always, but almost always, her answer is to lose weight, to have less fat, to have a flatter stomach. And secondary to this, she'll tell me to feel stronger, to feel better about myself, to feel more comfortable in my body. And she comes with the belief that to get results, we need to eat less and exercise more, and that it's impossible to lose weight or get the results without high-intensity training. So the first piece in this is, what do results mean to you? And often I uh, am connecting with females that have been undernourishing and over-exercising for years that have been dieting, uh, what I call taking the short way home. And she has this belief that she needs to lose weight to feel uh, happier, more confident, better in herself, more worthy. And this belief that she needs to lose weight isn't her fault. It is based on this fictional belief that we have created as a culture 
as a society. And uh, this fictional belief is based on if I look good in a bikini, then I will be more accepted. I will feel sexier. I will get the guy. Uh, I won't be compared or judged by other females. So when I start working with her, we really look and unpack and rumble with this belief. And I'm not trying to change it. Uh, I am creating space really for her to explore it. And one of the ways I do this is through my training inventory. And I develop this training inventory to help her find her why. Often when I first connect with a female and she expresses this frustration, her why for training is based on losing weight or changing her body composition. And this guide is really to encourage her to ask the important questions about her and her behaviors and her beliefs and biases around training. So we're really exploring her relationship that she has to training and getting curious about her why. And what I have found in my work over the last 12 years is that if that why is coming from a place of fear and scarcity, so it's based on uh, the results are based on like the outcome or the weight or changing the body composition, that that is really stressful. And our physiology actually knows this. And it becomes one of the most chronic underlying stresses for a female, this constant uh, obsession with weight, shape and size. Again, it's really important to highlight that this isn't her fault, that she's basing these beliefs and the definition of results on a fictional belief that we have as a culture. So we really work on shifting her why. Uh, and this can take months or years uh, from changing her body like that being the only motivator to uh, work out or train, to using this training to nourish her red umbrella. So to make sure that she is nourishing her body to feel well. And we're using the training to connect to her body and build trust with it. Often uh, the diet and the fitness industries, they don't focus on embodiment. It's actually disembodiment. And all these practices uh, that we're doing are creating a distrust with our body. We're actually not connected to it. So we rumble and work on her why, and I support her in shifting her why. And what we're really doing here is we're shifting the meaning of results. And this is where this question for me came up was, is results a dirty word? Because you have two, two worlds and down one end of the spectrum you have the fitness industry which has really flourished on six-week challenges, 12 weeks to body transformation, lose X amount of weight, uh, look a certain way. And this is really, you know, very pushed on us uh, and 
creates this fictional uh, belief or this, um, I guess, fictional archetype that we're trying to strive for and achieve. And then down the other end of the spectrum, you have this beautiful place, which is uh, body positivity and health at every size and to really work on loving and accepting yourself as you are. And so I found myself in this place where all these females were coming to me asking me why they couldn't get the results that they wanted from their training. And their state of their umbrella wasn't great. And that is because they had been undernourishing and overtraining for years or if not decades. So they were experiencing a lot of hormonal problems, a very unstable metabolism. Their cycle was very irregular or they didn't have a cycle at all. Uh, along with a lot of uh, a lot of other messages that their body was sending them, whether it was pain or an injury, um, a lot of gut problems, inflammation. And so I found myself in this place uh, of in between these two ends of the spectrum, understanding that uh, the work, needs to be done before. So, so often so many females think that if they get to X weight or have this type of body or look this way, that then they'll feel um, happier or more confident or sexier or more worthy. Uh, And what I have found over the last 12 years is that's not how it works, that the work actually needs to be done before that we need to dig deep about these fictional beliefs that we have and learn to start connecting uh, and building trust with our body now as we are. But also their red umbrella needed a lot of help. And this is where this piece of results came into uh, for me. And I thought, you know what? It's actually okay to want to get results, to want to achieve something But what do results actually mean to her? And so I've been asking uh, a few females to really try and articulate what results mean to her. And I would love if you could uh, send me a DM or an email and answer this one question, which is what do results mean to you? Now, I said almost always her answer is about her weight or her body composition, but secondary to that, she she really wants to feel stronger and more comfortable in her body. And so when we're looking at uh, changing and shifting her why and looking at what is she training for, my goal here is really to support her in finding these feelings, in connecting to her values in why she actually wants to get the result. So we worked on shifting her why from changing her body to using the training to nourish her red umbrella, connect to her body and build trust with it. So we shift this meaning of results for her. And then the second part of this is the state of her umbrella. Now your umbrella is the state of your nervous system, so how well you feel or how well the body's functioning. And there are silver prongs that hold that umbrella up, that give it its shape, that allow it to do its job. So your cycle is a prong of that umbrella 
as is your training. And other prongs are your hormones, food, sleep, your gut health, metabolism, your relationships, your emotional stability, your relationship to yourself, uh, to training, to food, uh, trauma, anything basically that is going to affect the state of your nervous system. So to cause stress or to also nourish it and downregulate and manage that stress. Now, if one of those prongs isn't working right, our umbrella isn't working. Our state is off. So our state is stressed. And this is when we see the body sending us messages. Uh, And that can be an irregular cycle, uh, emotional instability, an injury or pain, hormonal imbalances, skin issues, gut issues, uh, an unstable metabolism, maybe a change in our body composition. And when when I start working with a female, what I'm looking uh, for after we do this groundwork around what results means to her uh, and we're shifting our why and what for, I then look at her red umbrella. So I'm looking for what prongs aren't working right. And there are many reasons why these prongs may not be working right. But often in my work, it's because they have, uh, it's a result of years of undernourishment and overtraining. And I find that there are three prongs in particular that really get affected by uh, this cycle that so many females uh, find themselves in. So through my work, uh, what I found is that it turns out that when we nourish our red umbrella, so when we understand what's happening with our umbrella and our prongs, uh, it's really the most important thing or the highest priority when we're looking to cultivate results in our training. So say uh, I have a female and she first comes to me and her only result in training is to change her weight or her body composition. And we work really hard and we unpack this and we rumble with it. And I help her shift this to the feeling of wanting to be strong, to have a body that she trusts and that she feels capable in to uh, navigate life. Um, as a mom and as a wife, as a friend, as a daughter. So now she can have a goal to get results out of her training, but those results now are around uh, building a stronger, more resilient body or feeling stronger. They may be strength goals or achieving a certain skill or having no pain. So we look at her umbrella and then she creates her goals or, um, you know, the results that she would like to see out of her training. And then I want to find the two or three prongs that I feel we really need to nurture and focus on to help her achieve those results from her training. Now, it's not simple. And what's really important to note is that my big umbrella, my big umbrella uh, is very different to your umbrella. So no umbrella is the same. Just as no cycle is the same and there's no such thing as a normal cycle, I also have my big red umbrella rule. And that is my umbrella is different to your umbrella. 
So these three prongs that I often find that aren't working properly when so many women come to see me are their metabolism prong, their cycle prong, and their training and food prong. So our work then is to nourish those prongs to help her get the results that she wants from her training. So the first one that we really look at is our food prong because the food prong is one of the most important prongs to keep your red umbrella functioning. And your food prong really affects your metabolism prong. So food is fuel. Uh, it gives us energy on a cellular level. Uh, it helps nurture and nourish our red umbrella. So it helps us manage and reduce stress. And it also supports our metabolism. And it is for love, joy, and connection. And we often forget that, especially with these fictional beliefs and uh, dieting and the fitness industry and the diet industry, we forget that actually food is for love, joy, and connection. So the first prong I'm looking at is the food prong. And what I look for straight away is, is she eating enough and is she eating often enough? And are her meals balanced? Now, food is information and the quality of that information determines how our umbrella is functioning. So it really determines our hormonal and metabolic health. And those two things really uh, have a big impact on our red umbrella. So the food prong is the most important prong to keep our umbrella functioning. And when we undernourish ourselves, we put strain on all of the prongs. And often we have this belief that we need to lose weight uh, to then have a healthy, balanced metabolism. But it actually doesn't work like that. We need to focus on balancing our metabolism, balancing our hormones, creating a way of eating for ourselves, and then we can start to look at cultivating the results that we want in our training. So what do we do with the food prong? And this is what I've done with uh, over the last 12 years with working with so many females is I focus on food frequency and balanced meals. I believe, and what the science shows, is that this is one of the simplest ways to regulate blood sugar, help them become intuitive eaters, uh, and consequently, we're helping manage stress. We're reducing stress. And this helps prevent this frenzy that we have around food, especially if a female's come from uh, a dieting background or a disordered eating background, putting in regular, frequent, balanced meals is one of the most important things to start regulating blood sugar, uh, supporting the metabolism, and teaching her to be an intuitive eater and listen to her body. But sometimes we need some structured flexibility. If we've been trying diets for years and we aren't even sure anymore how to eat or what to eat and we're not confident eaters. So I find this frequency, this balance and this consistency in eating is one of the simplest and most effective ways to help someone become a confident eater.
So it looks like eating every three hours, we're balancing our meals with real whole foods, good quality proteins, loads of fiber and veggies, root carbohydrates, good quality fats, and some sugars like fruits. And what's really important is to have something on your plate that curbs your cravings. Often, um, often we know that the, the metabolism is not balanced when we're hungry, when our energy is all over the place, and actually when we're craving a lot of food all the time. Remember, the fourth piece in what food is for is it's for connection, love, and joy. And if that's missing, then uh, there will be this uh, the diet mentality and the disordered eating. And it's really important to put something in a meal that brings you joy and that connects you with the food. So the second prong uh, that we're looking at is the cycle. And this links into our hormonal prong as well. And often if we've been undernourishing and overtraining for a really long time, it has a big impact on our cycle and our hormonal health. So often so many females come to me and they're in a bit of a hormonal shitstorm, which again, like, you know, that's where I'm holding space for them. It's not their fault. Uh, it's uh, their fictional belief and... Uh, really the diet and the fitness industry that's caused them to reach this place. And so when we're looking at the, the second prong, we're looking at the cycle. So what is the cycle telling us? Uh, the symptoms, is she experiencing any PMS? What's the length of her cycle? The duration? Uh, what's the bleed like? So the only way that we can really uh, understand the cycle and she can start to understand her cycle is by tracking it. So I get her to track her cycle. And there are so many really cool apps that you can download, uh, Clue, Flow, Fitter. And Fitter's really cool because uh, they do a lot of work in the training space and they do a lot of research with female athletes uh, and females who train and they connect training and the cycle, which is very important. So first, we have to understand our cycle and what our body is telling us. And now our body can be telling us so many different things. And the only way that we're going to really understand that is by tracking it and creating some data points. So we're collecting data. And this can take a few cycles to actually see some patterns that come up in the cycle. And then with those patterns, we can then look at, okay, what's actually happening? Do I have um, a lot of inflammation in my body? Am I experiencing excess estrogen or low progesterone? Uh, and we can find this from looking at the data. And then if we're still not quite sure, uh, I send a lot of females to a naturopath and they get hormonal testing. And then we get super clear on what's actually happening with their hormones. And then they can get support uh, through nutrition and through supplementation to start to balance their hormones uh, and help regulate their cycle so they can have a healthy cycle. I honestly believe when you know your cycle, you know your body. 
and having a healthy cycle really uh, is articulating how well our body is and how well our umbrella is functioning. And then the third piece is training. Now, often the females that are coming to see me have been doing cardio for years, for decades, high intensity exercise, high intensity circuit training. Uh, and what I have found is that this type of training is very stressful, especially if their umbrella isn't strong. And that's also really important to note is that there's no such thing as good and bad training or there is such a thing as the right training for you and for you to be able to find that. And that training nurtures and nourishes your umbrella. But what I'm finding in my work is that we carry this belief that it needs to be hard, long, that we need to be sweating, burning calories for us to get results. And if the prongs in our umbrella aren't strong and then we add this type of training, which is very stressful, it just puts so much more pressure on our red umbrella. But if you have a strong red umbrella and all your prongs are strong, for sure you can go out and do that type of training. You can train hard, uh, train for a longer time, you can run, you can do a high intensity circuit and you'll be okay. It won't be that. It will be stressful on your body, but it won't uh, be causing uh, so much stress that it is going to shake all these prongs in your umbrella and cause them to not work properly. So I guess the best example that I can give you is that, uh, say myself, I'm in hormonal balance. I have a strong metabolism. I'm very good at nurturing and nourishing my prongs of my umbrella. So my umbrella is strong and it's working really well. My nervous system is uh, working well. So for a period of time, I could go and train hard and train often uh, and recover well, get the results that I wanted. But if over the long, long term, I let a few of those prongs go or I just can't focus on them because it can be hard to, you know, manage and nurture them all at once. And I still do that type of training when maybe my sleep prong is a little weak, my food prongs weak, uh, I'm having trouble in my relationship. And then I continue to push myself and I continue to train hard and often. Now that becomes really stressful and it puts a lot of strain on all the other prongs of my umbrella. So then my body will tell me in messages eventually uh, and those messages could be hormonal imbalances, it could be my metabolism, it could be my energy, skin, I couldn't recover well, and then maybe I'm not actually progressing in my training. So it can show up in a lot of different ways. Now, when I start working with a lot of women, their umbrella isn't strong, and the type of training that they're doing is super stressful on their body. So the first thing that I do with their training prong is we stop all high-intensity exercise. And I have her walk 15,000 steps a day 
Now the number doesn't really matter and for those of you that know my work, you know that I, uh, I'm not attached to the number. My work never focuses on the number or the outcome. And that's important to note because I can set this personal project and some of the women that I have worked with have gotten attached to the 15,000 steps, especially when we can wear watches that count everything for us. Uh, I don't have one. I don't believe that they're very helpful. And I believe if we come from this background of uh, having this relationship with our food and our training and our body that is from a disordered place that carrying these watches around with us that are measuring numbers uh, and calories is fueling this uh, fictional belief system and is allowing us to measure ourselves all the time. So I just call it 15,000 steps to connection. But what I'm really after here is for her to slow down, use the walking as a connection piece to her body and to just stop, stop the high intensity training for now to allow the body and the umbrella to rest and recover. And then if she really likes to move her body in that way, we work on nourishing her umbrella so she can get back to that type of training that she likes. But I find at the start, if a lot of her prongs aren't working properly, that is only a stressor on her umbrella. So I have her walk, her 15,000 steps to connection, and then we look at cultivating an individualized training program that really focuses on body weight strength training. I believe that this type of training is so powerful in helping a female learn about her body and connect to her body. Uh, you're using your body as a tool and it's such a beautiful practice to understand uh, the physical so I put her on a individualized uh, body weight strength training program and we look at slowing down, connecting to our body, learning about our body uh, through a practice that is very different from what she was doing. So in my, I run a program called the Embodied Warrior Woman program and the second module is all about training. What I have found is that so many women don't know how to train. Uh, and what I mean by that is, yeah, like actually like how, like the exercises um, or the program to do to actually help her feel stronger or to get her to a pull up or a push up. Uh, what's missing is this progression piece. Uh, so I teach her how to train how we actually progress to a skill, uh, how we're developing the strength in the body to achieve the result. She also learns how to train with her menstrual cycle. And this is really key because our hormones change throughout the month and this impacts our training. And so at the start of our cycle, we can train harder, we can train longer, we tolerate carbohydrate better which means we can use it for fuel. Uh, we're better at doing that at the start. We Studies have shown that we can build uh, more lean muscle mass and get stronger and recover better in the first half of our cycle. And our hormones support this. So if I have a healthy, regular cycle and my hormones are balanced, 
uh, it can support me to get the most out of my training at the start of my cycle. Towards the end of my cycle, my hormones are at their lowest. So this definitely impacts our energy. Uh, we need to be a little bit more mindful with our training. We may need to nourish and nurture some other prongs in our umbrella. So I teach her how to train with her menstrual cycle. And what this does is really build trust with her body and what I call body literacy. So she's understanding what's going on in her umbrella and then she knows how to adjust and navigate herself uh, to be able to get the most out of her training. And then I'm teaching her the processes and methods that are required to progress uh, to get her the results that she wants. So I invite you to check out the program because I believe it's time to get the results that you want in your training. But what we need to do first is really get clear on what results mean to us, get clear on our why and what are we training for. Then we need to look at our red umbrella and look at what prongs really need our attention. Now we can move into the space of training. And do you know how to train? Do you know how to be your own teacher? Do you understand your body, what it's telling you? Do you know how to progress uh, with your training to get to your goals intelligently, sustainably, and from love? So I really invite you to check it out. I'll pop the link in the show notes. And I need you to do three things for me right now. The first one is answer this question. What does training mean to me? And what do results mean to me? The second is start tracking your cycle. I want you to download my simple cycle tracker. I'll pop it in the show notes or download an app and start tracking your cycle today. It is one of the most powerful prongs to help you understand your body. And when you understand your body, you can build trust with it. When you trust it, you can then get more out of your training. And then the third one is I want you to download my training inventory. This is a bunch of questions that will help you understand your beliefs and help you get clear on your why and what are you training for. So... Remember, you also have to DM me or email me. What do results mean to you? And thank you. Thank you so much for creating space and listening to this episode. Uh, there was a lot in it. So if you want to connect, uh, I would love to hear from you. I'm always on Instagram and you can always email me. I hope you are well and safe and thank you for creating the space to listen to this episode today. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at Amy Kate Bow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.